Texas Big Spender invite you to saddle up and join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Every buckaroo and buckaroo, there's a place around the fire for you with Riders in the Sky. So come on and let's ride. Direct from the Cowboy Poetry Gathering in Elko, Nevada. Here are Riders in the Sky. Thank you, buckaroos and buckarettes, and thank you, Texas Big Spender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. Mighty fine and a great big western howdy to everybody. This is Ranger Doug, idol of American youth, welcoming you once again to Riders Radio Theater, coming to you from the Cowboy Poetry Gathering in Elko, Nevada, for a second straight week. Before we round another bend in the trail, let me take a moment to introduce Riders in the Sky to you. To my left, that's your right, as you gaze into your 1936 American Bosch radio this evening, is the young man who plays the string bass in our trio, a Hal Cannon wannabe, he's too slim. Yep, I am. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Ranger Doug. Gosh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I really look up to Hal. Ha! Get it? Ha! Thank you, Slim. To my right, your left, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, Woody Paul! That's me, Woody, that's me, Woody, that's me. That, that. That's you. me, but that's the idol of American youth, Ranger Doug. Thank you, Saddle Pals. And before we launch into our next song, let me introduce to you our orchestra under the direction of Joey the Cow Polka King. Okay, we're going to start off this episode of Riders Radio Theater with a composition by Woody Paul, King of the Cowboy Fiddlers, dedicated to the Silver State of Nevada. A one, two, three, four. Nevada, Nevada, silver and sagebrush, Nevada, Nevada, gambling and gold rush, land of face and sunshine, rock and sky, people who know her love Nevada, here's why, Nevada, Nevada, ranches and ghost towns, Nevada, Nevada, mountains with snow crowns, rodeos and railroads, wild rugged land. Deep night sky with stars like silver sand. Nevada, Nevada, Lake Mead and Tahoe. Nevada, Nevada, Vegas and Elko, land of dusty desert, icy cold 
clear lakes, mustangs and juniper trees, and rattlesnakes in Nevada. Nevada. Silver and sagebrush, Nevada. Nevada. Gambling and gold rush, the highest, widest country, and the brightest, the best. Nevada, the diamond of the West. That's the king of the cowboy fiddlers. Enjoy the cowpoke again. Nevada, Nevada, silver and sagebrush, Nevada. Nevada. Nevada, the diamond of the West. Riders Radio Theater returns right after this message from our longtime sponsor, Deadwood Darlings, Prairie Lubricants. Friends, how many times has this happened to you? You're standing with your prize heifer at the county fair cattle judging. The judge seems impressed. Easy, bossy. Easy, girl. Oh, gosh. I think the judge likes you. Yep. Good confirmation. Matey flanks. Uh-huh. Looks like a winner. All right. Uh, uh-oh. What's this? Ring around the udder. Ring around the udder. I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, ring around the udder there. This cow's disqualified. Oh, no. I lose $100,000. Not to mention the awful embarrassment in front of the other cattlemen. Well, this cattle keeper's embarrassing nightmare need never happen again, thanks to Deadwood Darlene's great new product. <laughs> utter Fantastic. <laughs> yes, Utter Fantastic's foaming cleanser cleans, disinfects, and brightens those hard-to-get-to places that breed the heartbreak of ring around the udder. The handy pistol grip dispenser makes it easy, safe, and fun to clean up your herds act and turn your cattle contest blues into blue ribbons. Here's the same scene next year. Yep. Good confirmation, meaty flanks, and say, that butter. Mm. First prize goes to you, buckaroo. Don't spend it all in one place. Gosh, I won't, but I'll stock up on plenty more of Deadwood Darlene's Utter Fantastic. That's Deadwood Darlene's Utter Fantastic, the Cadillac of cattle cleansers, available at finer mercantiles all across the West in handy purse size or the economical 55-gallon drum. Remember Deadwood Darlene's complete line of Prairie Lubricants, the official lubricants of the Jim and Tammy Comeback Tour. Return with us now to Riders Radio Theater. Yes. Thank you, Texas Bix and ladies and gentlemen. You know, regular listeners to Riders Radio Theater know that this is guest time on Riders Radio Theater, and it's always kind of a nervous time for me. No need to worry this week, Ranger Doug. Oh, there yeah? are so many great cowboy poets here in Elko this week at the Cowboy Poetry Gathering. Yeah. Oh, sure are, Ranger You know how we but... talked before the show about how great it would be if we could get them all on the show to read a poem. Yeah, it would have been great when but, it's yeah, limits. But it's, it's only a 30-minute show. Exactly, yeah. Woody, but I figured out a way to do it. What? You, you mean to get them all on the show? Yes. That's, that's great, right, Ranger Doug? Slim, I'm getting nervous again. Don't be nervous, Ranger Doug. Listen to this great idea. The only way to get all the great cowboy poets on a 30-minute show is to have them all read one verse from one of their poems all at the same time. Wow, all at the same time, Ranger Doug. Think of it. You know, Slim, that's a great idea. Yes. Let's do it. This, this could make the Guinness Book of World Records. Yes. Most cowboy poetry read simultaneously on the radio. Yes, in the middle of nowhere. Yes. 
Okay, is everybody ready? Everybody ready, ready to read your poem? Okay, everybody's ready. Okay. On the count of three, we'll all read our poem. Four lines of our favorite poem. Loud. One, two, three. I'll tell you what, Ranger Doug, the only thing that could follow that is Waddy Mitchell and the Bunkhouse Orchestra, and here they are! It'd been a while since I'd seen him, so I stopped at his abode. I was plenty hot and thirsty from them desert miles I'd rode. He poured her cup full to the brim, we sat there in the shade upon a wobbly old parson's bench and sipped some lemonade. We visited a while about neighbors and the poor price cattle was bringing, about the war and the friends we'd lost and the dung the politicians was slinging. I finished my cup, he again poured it full when this pig minus one hind leg hobbles on by just as nice as you please with the use of this tailor-made peg. Well, I declare, I never knew you had a heart so big, take time to whittle out a stump for a legless pig. That's no common critter part, and I'm here to say if it weren't for that there legless pig, I wouldn't be here today. Well, he's drawed my interest, and he goes on to say how he is a-sleepin' real good one night when he's awoke from his slumbers by some hideous squeals that pig's causin' a terrible fright. Well, I grabs for my gun to silence his noise when I realize that I'm just about fumed. The house is afire. I dives through the door moments later, the whole place is consumed. It was that pig's oinkin' and squealin's what got me out of my bed. And if it wasn't for him, I'd be standin' here dead. Well, I reckon how I see your life might have been shorter if it weren't for that there pig. How'd he lose that hindquarter? He said, hold on there, pard, you ain't heard the whole story. He saved me again on my own lower forty. I was a-dragging the meadow with my old pop and John. I was gonna cross this here ditch, but my angle was wrong, and the tractor, it tipped over, pinned me to the ground right there in the ditch. I thought I was drowned. But that pig started rooting the ground beneath me till he loosened my legs, and, well, that set me free. Well, after listening to my friend's testimony, I reckon this pig's smarter than the Lone Ranger's pony. Is that how he lost his hind leg, I inquire, or was it when he saved you from that terrible fire? He looked at me then like I was some sort of dunce. He said, man, you don't eat a good pig like that all at once. The Buckhouse Orchestra with the great Waddy Mitchell. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Riders Radio Theater is funded by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WPLN Productions. This show is taped live at the Cowboy Poetry Gathering in the Convention Center of Elko, Nevada. <laughs> and now Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 11 of the exciting Western melodrama, Mystery of the Lost Ozone. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, an unknown, unnamed terror has struck Tumbleweed Valley. Practically nothing green is left alive. Six-foot-tall mutant prairie dogs roam the range. 
And everything and everyone suffers under a merciless burning sun. And when last we left our favorite cowboys, the sheriff had just informed them that not only were they legally dead, but they were trespassing on their own ranch, which now belonged to the archfiend Slocum. But Sheriff Drywall, we're not dead and never were. And this is still our ranch. We never signed the deed over to Slocum. I'll see you people in Judge Wichita Wapner's court this afternoon. How did all this come to happen? Well, it began with a mysterious stampede that destroyed the riders' herd. Then they won a new one and a cruise to Hawaii on the popular game show. You're on dialing for doggies! But on the cruise to Hawaii, they were pushed overboard and presumed lost at sea. In reality, they weren't lost. They were swept up by a terrible typhoon called Oprah and marooned on the uncharted tropical isle of... Bearside Meat discovered a new bean. There's three of them to a pot and they got little O's on them. I call them O3 beans. Escaping the isle with a sack of O3 beans, the riders next landed in Hawaii, practically penniless. But Side Meat's shrewd investments soon had them homeward bound in a hot air, hot air balloon and in no time at all, they were back in a strange and different Tumbleweed Valley. Gosh... I love sitting here on the front porch watching the sun go down over Devil's Tower. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. I thought we always sit on the back porch and watch the sun come up over Devil's Tower. <gasps> There's two Devil's Towers! And not long after that... Howdy, boys. Slocum, what, what are, are you, you doing, doing here? He was there to order them off their own land, and when they refused to go... We'll just let the law take care of this. <laughs> and that's how it all happened. Now, Mystery of the Lost Ozone, episode 12, entitled... Dead men don't yodel. It's the same morning as Sheriff Drywall's visit. Having just finished a nourishing breakfast of biscuits and O3 beans, riders in the sky and their faithful sidekick, Side Meat, are about to leave for Tumbleweed City. They have a couple of calls to make and an afternoon date in Judge Wichita Wapner's courtroom. When suddenly... Gosh, look! Wow! Gee, the grass is turning green again. Oh, where? Over there by the kitchen window, that little patch of green. Well, what do you know? I was beginning to think I'd never see green grass again in this valley. You're the scientist among us. What do you make of this, Woody? Gosh, Ranger Doug, it is puzzling. I, I can't say right now. I, I guess I should just get some samples here and... Uh, there, that ought to do it. We'll take them into town and drop them by the Johnny Mac Brown Junior College and get them to run some tests on it. Good idea, Woody. Okay, boys, let's ride! <laughs> Helped along by some smashing accordion music, it wasn't long before Riders in the Sky were in downtown Tumbleweed City. After dropping Woody's soil and air samples by the ecology department of the Johnny Mac Brown Junior College, our determined cowboys paid a call on the county coroner. So you see, Dr. Quincy, because we were lost at sea so long, Slocum had us declared legally dead. And now we have to go to court this afternoon and prove we're still alive. And we're looking for some written evidence to back us up. So what is it you want from me? Well, we know when somebody dies, you make out a death certificate. So if somebody doesn't die, can't you make out a life certificate? Hmm, I see your reasoning, boys, but I'm afraid I can't help you. You see, my work begins when rigor mortis sets in. Oh, I see. Hmm. So, as long as you're here, I might be able to go ahead and start on that toothless old geezer over there. What? Why, you... That's okay. That's okay. We'll be on our way right now. So long, Dr. Quincy. Okay. But remember, I'll be down at the end of the trail waiting for you. <laughs> Meanwhile, with inside of the Triple X Ranch, inside a gigantic facade designed to look like Devil's Tower, two sinister figures plot in the shadow of an enormous aerosol can. <laughs> I'm almost ready for the last big blast, Charlie. So I'll be making the big call later this afternoon. <laughs> right, Slocum. And those bozos better meet my demands or the rest of the world will look like Tumbleweed Valley. <laughs> right, boss, bozos. <laughs> now, while I'm taking care of that, you ride into Tumbleweed City and yeah. keep an eye on the Cornball Cowboys. 
between the sheriff and Judge Wapner, they ought to be pretty busy, but you never know with those guys. Call me right away if they get sprung. Right, Slocum. Because then we'll need to go to plan B. <laughs> Back in Tumbleweed City, after calming side meet down, riders in the sky have gone to the Bureau of Missing Persons. I'm sorry. You're not missing. You're dead. There's nothing I can do for you. Well, thanks anyway. Come on, boys. Hey, say, y'all, look, look who's sitting over there. Why, it's, it's the, the Bunkhouse, Bunkhouse Orchestra. Orchestra. Sure is. Howdy, boys. Howdy, riders in the sky. Oh. Hey, Gee. what are you boys doing here at the Missing Persons Bureau? Well, we're trying, we're trying to, to get, get ourselves declared legally dead. What? Why on the earth would you want to do that? To, to help, help our, our record, record sales. sales. <laughs> your, your record sales? Yeah, you see, we found out that your records don't really start selling until after you've gone and passed that great divide. Elvis just had his biggest year, and Riders in the Sky albums have really taken off since you guys died, so... <laughs> Gee, it, it kind of makes sense. Slim. Well, say, I see you boys got your instruments with you. How about playing us a song before you pass on? <laughs> okay. Maxwell's and Sprays are bonnie Where falls the early and was there that Annie Laurie gave me her promise true? Wonder why I feel so restless. Moon is shining still and bright. Cattle all are resting easy. But I just can't sleep tonight. Ain't no cactus in my blankets. Don't know why they feel so hard, unless it's warbling Jim a singing Annie Laurie out on guard. Annie Laurie, wish she'd quit it, couldn't sleep now if I tried, makes the night seem big and lonesome, my throat feels sore inside, how my Annie used to sing it and it sounded good and gay nights I'd drive her home from dances when the east was turning gray, and her brow was like a snowdrift, her eyes like sullen streams in her face. I still can see it much too frequent in my dreams. But her folks said I was restless, wild, unsettled. Oh, they's right. See, I leaned to punching cattle. I'm at it still tonight. I heard she married young Doc Wilkins. Oh, my Lord, but that was hard. Wish that fool would quit his singing Annie Laurie out on guard. I just can't stand it thinking of the things that might have been. All the good times now are past me, never seem to come again. What? My turn? I'll come a-running. Warm me up some coffee, pard. Least I'll stop old Jim from singing Annie Laurie out on guard. Her brow is like the snowdrift. Her throat is like the swan Her face it is the fairest That e'er the sun shone on That e'er the sun shone on And dark blue is her 
about it. Great, guys. Wow. That was great. And you know, fellas, that means an especial lot to me because I have a little girl named Annie Laurie at home. So thanks for singing it. That was really great. Sure was. Well, thanks. We got to go now. We're going to the coroner next. Well, well so, so long, long. Bunkhouse Orchestra. <laughs> See you down the trail. You better not fall asleep over there. <laughs> Say, we better get over to the courthouse ourselves. It's almost time for our trial. And so it was that a few short minutes later, order, order in the court. Supreme Court of Tumbleweed County is now in session. Judge Wichita Wapner presiding. Take it away, Judge. <clears throat> Nobody be seated. High Sheriff Drywall, what's first on the docket? Sir? What's first case? Oh, um, it's these here, it's these men here, Your Honor. They claim to be alive, but I got strong evidence that they're dead. I see. <clears throat> I'm also charging them with grave robbing. If they're here, they can't be in their graves. Good point, Sheriff. Who are these men, anyway? Oh, uh, they're riders in the sky, sir. Riders in the sky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, of course they're dead then. I bought their memorial album and a black velvet memorial painting as well. Yeah, I, I got one of them too. Uh, they're so lifelike and the eyes just follow you around the room, don't they? <laughs> they sure do, Sheriff. It moves me every time I look at it. Now, look at here. You got a death certificate for these men. Yes, sir. That's my main evidence. Well, good. Because the memorial album and the black velvet painting would be worthless if these men are alive. Yep, that's the way I see it, Your Honor. This here is an open and shut case. If I ever saw one, I find these men guilty as charged, take them out and hang them. What? What? Oh, wait a minute. Now, just hold on a minute there, Judge. Don't we get a chance to say something in our own defense? I object, Your Honor. On what ground? On the grounds that you're dead, and everybody knows that dead men can't talk. That's a mighty fine legal point, Sheriff Drywall. My congratulations. Your Honor, it would be the easy way to just take us out and hang us, not give us the chance to say our piece. But it wouldn't be the, the cowboy, cowboy way. Oh, all right, but make it short. This court has little patience with dead men. We're not dead, Judge, and we've never been. We're the victims of a terrible scheme that had us declared dead. Yeah. The purpose of it was to swindle us out of our ranch. Yeah. But as you can see, we're not dead. Well, looks can be deceiving. Look at uh, Wayne Newton. Judge, <laughs> Judge, we demand a chance to prove we're alive. All right, if you insist on wasting this court's time, then let's have, well, let's see a yodel. Yodel? Yodel? Yes, yodel. It's a well-known fact that dead man can't yodel. So if you're not dead, like you say you are, then let's see a yodel. <laughs> Don't ha-ha me, Judge Wapner. Check this out, Your Honor. I guess you're not dead. I guess you're not dead. Did you say someone swindled you out of your ranch, too? Yes, sir, I did. Well, all right, then. Well, let's see here. Sheriff Drywall. Sir? I find the riders in the sky to be alive and well and hereby restore clear title to their ranch to them. Clear the courtroom. It's time for Oprah. <laughs> and so the sheriff frees the rider and restores clear title to their ranch. Meanwhile... <laughs> yes? No one notices a hulking 300-pound doofus named Charlie sneak out the back of the courtroom and into a phone booth outside. Let's see now. What's Slocum's number? Uh, one? No. 
two. Oh, wait a minute. While Charlie tries to remember Slocum's number, Slocum is making a call of his own. Let's <laughs> see, get here. Yeah, call the number here. All right, the call's going through. <laughs> yeah. Hi. You've reached BR549. Marilyn and I can't come to the phone right now. We're attending a very important month-long conference for the homeless in Acapulco. Please leave it at the sound of the tone, and I'll get right back to you. I promise I will. Okay. I really mean it. Okay, Junior, here's a message that can't wait. The world is going to end tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to destroy the ozone everywhere around the globe unless you meet the following demands. I want a billion bucks in gold bullion. I want Billy Martin, commissioner of baseball. I got... Uh, oh, Rance, I got another call coming in. Can you hold a second, Dan? I'll get right back to you. Hello, who is it? Hi, boss. You know who. Yeah, I know who, you idiot. Charlie, can you hold a minute? I got Dan Quayle on the other line. Who's that? Okay, I'll be right back to you. Okay, Dano, I'm back. Let's see now. I need a B-1 bomber, gassed up and ready to fly me and my bullion anywhere we want to go. And all this by tomorrow night or it's curtains for the whole planet. I'll call you back tomorrow with the delivery details. So long, sucker. <laughs> yeah, all right, Charlie. Charlie, wake up, you idiot. Charlie! Oh, oh yeah, right, boss. Say, the riders are free. What? Yeah, the judge had to spring him because they could still yodel. Dead men don't yodel, boss. He gave him back the triple X, too. What a revolt in development. All right, we'll go to plan B. The yodel won't save him this time. Get over to Sagebrush Sam's Record Emporium and pick up a compact disc of Slim Whitman's greatest hits. Who? You heard me. Then get back here as fast as you can. It's almost time for the last blast. <laughs> what is the last blast? Will Dan Quayle save America? Slim Whitman? The answers to these questions will be found right here next week. When you'll hear George Bush say, No problem, Dan's in charge of that. And Dan Quayle say, Four! It's towering excitement you won't want to miss in episode 12 of Mystery of the Lost Ozone, entitled Surprise from the Skies. Next week only at this Theater of the Mind. And now here again are Riders in the Sky with Joy the Cow, Polka King, and Waddy Mitchell in the Bunkhouse Orchestra. It sure has been great broadcasting from the Cowboy Poetry Gathering. We're going to head on home as we always do, inviting you to tune to Riders Radio Theater. Same time, next week, same station. Until we meet again, Saddle Pals. So long, Saddle Pals. It's been so good to see you. Farewell, Saddle Pals. We really hate to leave you. But the doggies are a-lowin' Roundup time is nigh A prairie moon is callin' From a starry western sky So farewell, saddle pals Our parting brings us sorrow On down the trail We'll find a bright tomorrow Keep those faces smilin' Round your home corral so until we meet again, goodbye, Saddle Pass. So long from Riders Radio.